Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Year Ago Today. I'm your host, Tyla Fowler, and I am so excited to share with you this week's episode. Uh, this episode is special to me because it was an opportunity to chat with Sally, former co-host of this podcast, also my best friend. So there's not much more I need to say about this episode. I hope you enjoy it. It was really fun to record, and in the episode, you'll hear Sally and I talking about a magical retreat that she's currently putting together for women of color. This retreat is happening in the Dominican Republic this August, and Sally is still calling in financial support to help her turn this vision into a reality. So if you would like to support Sally as she supports women of color in their healing, I'm going to put a link to do that in the show notes. You can just click on over to Sally's PayPal, make a donation, and feel free to tell her that you came to her from the podcast so that we can feel good about that. <laughs> just really fun for us to see you know, where that support is coming from. Uh, additionally, feel free to follow Sally and the podcast and me on social media. Uh, all that information will be in the show notes. And if you are enjoying listening to this podcast, I would feel deeply grateful if you would share it with somebody, share it on your social media, and write us a review in iTunes because the more reviews we have, there's like an algorithm thing. It helps people find us. And the more people that find us, the more likely it is that we can receive financial support from sponsors. And the more support that we have, the better show we can make. So it really does make a difference. If you haven't yet taken time to pop on over to iTunes and leave a little review, please do. It really, really helps. Uh, okay, that's it. Everybody enjoy this week's episode. already oh okay what's the speaking <laughs> sound is that me am i speaking I oh. hi sally hi i've been waiting for you <laughs> for two minutes and 28 seconds oh boy <laughs> it was nice <sighs> welcome to a year ago today yay Oh, I missed you. <laughs> My voice is all um, croaky. I'm a little bit stuffed up. That's okay. While I was waiting for you to arrive, I drew a card from my roomie deck. Mm. Are you open to me reading a roomie poem and then reading a little bit from the guidebook? Sure. It feels like a blessing to kind of open the space together. <laughs> Be the king who has made his own kingdom. Be the moon that has made her own summit. How much longer will you coo-coo like a pigeon? <laughs> 
empty your head of all mortal lusts and become life without breath. You will not call out for God anymore, for you have become immersed in God. Mm. You know what? That's all I want to share right now. Maybe I'll read the rest at the end. <laughs> that feels like it can stand on its own. That's really good. Ah. Okay. So, Sally, we both know what we're here to talk about. Yes. I vote that we take a minute and put our our hands on our hearts, on our wombs, or wherever feels good. <laughs> and land and then share in one word how we were feeling a year ago today. I was feeling giddy. Excited. <laughs> because a year ago today, we both cut off all our hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not all of our hair, but a significant portion. A lot of hair. <laughs> and we did this on the same day without talking to each other about it first. Yeah, we wanted to surprise each other. <laughs> <laughs> and the world. <laughs> oh, we really pulled that off, huh? <laughs> I already have a feeling that this is going to be right up there with my favorite episodes, like the one about your manicures. Oh my god, that was a good episode. I need to get an episode. The episodes where we get to talk about spa services. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then it's fitting because I just I didn't realize before, but I had been um, I was working on my website uh, a little bit this morning when I couldn't sleep. And, uh, and then as I was looking for quotes to put in on like a new page, cause all of my pages, pages used to have a quote at the top. Mm. And then I found, so I went on Goodreads cause that's where I keep my quotes. <laughs> and <laughs> I have found this one from Audre Lorde that I now can't remember exactly what it says. I guess I can look it up in a bit. Um, but it's something like, you know, like I, I practice, like my practice of self-care is not an indulgence. It's like a radical act or something. I'm going to look it up because mm. that's not the quote. You know what? <laughs> I have an Audre Lorde book right here, and I feel like that's probably underlined in it somewhere. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised. Uh, I just, I received that book as a gift from somebody who's trying to support my growth. <laughs> <laughs> And it sure has. Which one is it? Sister Outsider? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, opened it and started reading. And immediately had such a strong resonance with the writing. Even to a point, like, she makes certain capitalization choices that I also have intuitively made for myself. I just, I identified so quickly and then I, and then I got all scared that that was like cultural appropriation in some way. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's my, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a little jumpy around that. Um, we need to pause for a second <laughs> okay. because I have locked Justin out of the apartment because he's not supposed to be here right now. Um, so, <laughs> so I need to go unchain the door. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. 
hold. We'll be right here, <laughs> me and the audience. Okay, I'm back. Hooray. Oh, boy. This day, man, it is something else. <laughs> mm, yeah, I got your text, but not until after we were already connecting, so. Oh, we're here. I did hear what you said. <laughs> I did receive that. Yeah, that's fine. I was sitting here while you were gone. I was thinking about why I went off on that tangent, and I realized because it's directly related to another another way to hold the idea of appropriation. Mm-hmm. I realized when I cut off on my hair, I was appropriating something for myself that I had seen and loved in the world, but not recognized how strongly I identified with it. And as soon as I... realized that mm-hmm. it was like my whole experience of reality shifted mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I remember that because mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember <laughs> anyway. like the the shift from like being attracted to women who look like that to like being a woman who looked like that ah oh, yeah I mean there have been definitely a few times I thought I was gay <laughs> <laughs> And almost exclusively women with short hair. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about you? What was your experience like? Was it as, did it have as profound an impact on your world as my haircut had on mine? I don't think that it had as profound an impact, but it was a bigger, like, it was an event. So we were all both of my sisters and I were all going to cut our hair and had been talking about cutting our hair. And so then we were like, oh, we'll just have a haircut party. We'll just all cut our hair on the same day. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fun. Wait, is that what happened? Yeah. So oh, my God. We, I was like, a part of the party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. We, um, we like, figured out what day we were all free. And for those who don't know, uh, I don't – I actually don't even remember – when she moved in the timeline of us recording the podcast, but Sasha lives. Yeah. We just got to assume that nobody out there knows anything (laughs) about our lives because it's been a while. (laughs) Um, one of my sisters lives in London and I think she was in London. I should say that you used to be my co-host. I guess I would have said that in the intro that I'm going to (laughs) record. Yes. I was like, why are these girls so intimate with each other? (laughs) They really dive right in. Um, yeah, so Sasha is one of my sisters. She lives in London, and I believe she lived in London. Well, yeah, it was a year ago, so yes, she lived in London then. Um, hi, Sasha. Yeah, hi. She'll be listening to this. <laughs> she listens to the podcast, friend of the podcast. Um, and yeah, and so the three of us figured out a day that we were all free, and and then, um, my youngest sister and I, we both live in LA, so we coordinated schedules and stuff. And went to her, like, hair stylist? What are they called? I don't know what they're called. Technicians? I have no idea. I hardly ever get my hair cut. (laughs) Yeah. I just call, well, my my lady's name is Jenny, and I just call her my Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we did it. We picked a day, and then we made a whole day of it. And I, that was also the day that I got my new phone, (laughs) because... I needed a new phone, and it was in the same shopping complex. <laughs> so it turned into an actual all-day event. What was only supposed to be, like, an afternoon. I was there for ever. Um, mm. 
But, um, but yeah, so that's, that's, it was a whole thing. And we like, were taking pictures and documenting it. And like, you know, when Sasha got hers earlier in the day, cause you know, we were however many hours apart, she shared her photos and then we were taking pictures of each other and I hadn't gotten a haircut. I have no idea in how long, in a long time. Um, and so, and mine was more drastic. So they, they were kind of just getting like trims of, of their existing haircuts or whatever, like different styles for their haircuts. But mine was like from a little bit more than halfway down my back to above my shoulders. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so they were, there was a lot of, I was just like, yeah, just chop it off. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, and we had like all kind of, I made a Pinterest board for the three of us for like them to weigh in on my haircut because I wanted like I was like I don't want to be this tragic you know I have curly hair so it's tough like once you cut your hair you don't know really what it's going to look like (laughs) you're just Mm -hmm. right so I wanted as many photos as possible of like this but not this so that was fun too leading up to the you wanted to be really really specific exactly and it was good. She's Domin. She was. She well. She still is Dominican. She wasn't past <laughs> tense. <laughs> um, so that helped because she knew what to do with my hair. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, we may have already covered this. If you did and I missed it, please forgive me. But I was thinking about the reason I decided to cut my hair short, and I was wondering if you have a specific reason that you remember deciding to do that. Um, I don't remember. I know that I was looking for a shift, you know, a big shift. And the last time that I'd cut my hair so drastically was after my breakup with Alex. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, and I just, well, which is interesting because I cut it right before coming to California for the first time ever in my life. I didn't realize that until just now in this moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and so... Tell people why that has meaning. Oh, because now I live in... I grew up in New York, and now I live in L.A. Um, yeah, so... So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I just... Yeah, I just wanted to change. I was tired of... I knew, well, my hair was also kind of dead, and so I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to get healthier hair again, um, and all of that, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I had, like, a big, a big reason, like, a significant one, or, I don't know, significant's not the right word, you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, some noteworthy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I did it because I felt called by God. Great. It's the best reason <laughs> it to like do it. The, well, and it was one of the first times that I've had an experience like that where I just received guidance. It was like, you should cut your hair short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I should? I don't know about that. <laughs> you know? But then the idea just kind of percolated. And I needed a haircut, so I just made an appointment and didn't make a decision, really. I just, like, continued to stay open. Mm-hmm. And then when I got there, I was like, cut it all off. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I moved through a little resistance at the salon. The lady originally was like, 
the first lady I talked to, she was like, well, actually, if you want a short haircut, it's not me. You should have Jenny. And so she gets Jenny and Jenny comes out with her cute little pixie haircut, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but then they kind of tried to convince me that maybe I wasn't ready to do it. Right. (laughs) They were like, are you sure? (laughs) I was like, no, I'm not sure. (laughs) But I'm going out on a limb here and trusting my (laughs) intuitive guidance. And I really would appreciate some support, you know? I mean, I didn't say it like that. I said it. I don't know how I said it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they got on board and then Jenny cut all my hair off. And everyone was like, why'd you do it? And I was like, I don't know. I just felt like I had to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that looked great. It was great. the weirdest thing. Yeah, it did. Everybody said, I mean, I think I got like three compliments from strangers within like a week. <laughs> I love that. Just randomly being like, you have a great haircut. And that still happens. I love that so much. And some people that have known me for quite a while were like, oh my gosh, you look like you in a way you never have before, mm-hmm. basically. Not in those words, but yeah, that was the energy. It's funny to see photos of you from before, because like I, it's almost like I don't remember you looking like that. Mm-hmm. So then I see the photo and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Tyla used to look like this. I forgot. The, my neighbors are pounding on something. <laughs> it's okay. I'm becoming like. I'm falling in love with all the background noises because it's so noisy outside my apartment now. (laughs) (laughs) They're still doing construction on Fowler Square. Oh. It's a long time. (sighs) Mm -hmm, But it's looking very nice. Mm. They're doing it for you. I know. It really feels like when that construction is complete, that my life is going to somehow magically (laughs) be in a state of flow that has never before existed. (laughs) I can't wait. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because we haven't talked in a while, so this is really, like, it's kind of about the podcast, but it's also just, like, talking. (laughs) Oh, I know. But it is all about the podcast. Yes, of course. Yeah, but we're also just catching up. It's true. (laughs) Okay, so... Did you feel like you let go of anything when you shed that hair? Was there anything that you felt, like, unburdened by? Hmm. That's not, like, the, I don't love that framing, but that's the word that was coming through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> I, yes and no... It happened during a time when there was a lot changing anyway. Uh, So, like, I had decided to let go of my business Unmuted Expression shortly before then. And, you know, and we were about to go to Mexico on a retreat. (laughs) So, um, and retreats are really, really powerful than they have been for me. And so it was, it was a lot happening at once. And so I don't know that, I don't know that the haircut was, it just feels like the haircut was part of that, but wasn't like, I wasn't letting anything go specifically 
through cutting my hair. It was just like, okay, we're, we've entered a new reality, and now I've got new hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you let go of? It's interesting because I don't, I don't know that I intentionally set, I don't know that I set an intention to release something. But in retrospect... It feels like hmm, almost like I let go of a lens of judgment Hmm. about the world or like about what I was supposed to be in the world. Mm -hmm. My mom did a card reading for me a couple nights ago and one of the cards she drew was warrior. And I think that when I cut my hair, it was the first time I ever was able to see myself in that, like, warrior energy, Mm -hmm. like an active, empowered agent in my own life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. It made me feel, like, sprightly, (laughs) but also very strong. Yeah. I don't know. But as you say, it's hard to kind of differentiate you know, there was a lot that was going on in my life at that point that was facilitating that shift in my understanding of myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't just the haircut. Right. It's just that the haircut is like the physical externalization of something. Yeah. Especially when we don't have a lot to show for it. Like, <laughs> you know, like we're constantly growing and our physical reality doesn't always match that growth Mm -hmm. and so but a haircut does (laughs) that is Mm -hmm. instant Mm -hmm. that is you sit down you look one way and then you get up and you look another way Mm -hmm. I was just thinking of the makeover scene in the princess diaries (laughs) I love it Yeah, it was fun. Well, because then, so I guess we should tell them, the listeners. <laughs> we should tell the listeners. Hi, listeners. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> we should tell them that since, because, so the course of the day, it feels like. So we didn't speak to each other, as we've already said, before getting the haircuts. Then I got my haircut, and then my sister got her haircut. So, like, I was done. And... I had wanted to wait until Mexico, so I didn't want to tell you that I had gotten my hair cut until Mexico, which Uh was like... Because we were going to see each other in like a a few days. Yeah. And, (laughs) but I was just so excited. So so I took a selfie and I sent it to you and then you sent me one back. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I was like, well, I wasn't going to say anything until Mexico, but since you showed me, I guess I'll show you. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. It was fun. I told my sisters, and they were like, what? Like, how did this, did you plan this? I was like, no, I didn't know. <laughs> we're just synced. Yeah, I think I forget sometimes how synced we are. Yeah, that's true. Usually when we're not talking as much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then we start talking again, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 ah. 
so often such a direct reflection. Mm-hmm. And yet we experience things so differently sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, life is a puzzle. <laughs> I, or a mystery. Both, probably. <laughs> I thought you were about to start singing Madonna. <laughs> no. <laughs> if my voice weren't already kind of croaky, I would I would break into song right now, but I'm not sure that I could really control where it would go, you know? Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Sally? Um, what else? What else? What else? Well, shortly after that, I got, I booked a, I had a photo shoot. Or, well, I guess, right, when did I get, when was that photo shoot? I guess it must have been after Mexico. I think it was around the time of my birthday. And that also felt significant. I really was feeling called to kind of document my hair. (laughs) Um, And not, like, for the sake of branding, which I guess is maybe what most people do when they own a business. It's like, oh, I look different now, so, like, let me get photos now with this new look. Um, mine was more, it felt more connected to my birthday and, you know, having come home from Mexico, uh, and feeling so different and yeah, still feeling that energy of like, I don't even know if I'm going to have a business anymore. And like, what is life? And, and so I felt important to have just a super casual photo shoot in a park, you know, um, with my new hair. So that was fun. It was, I mean, it was raining that day, so that was awful, but they turned out okay. (laughs) What an incredible synchronicity. What? Well, first of all, I remember those photos. They're gorgeous. Let's use one of them for the cover photo for this episode, please. Great. Great. I know the one I want to. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, and second of all, I have, been lamenting a little bit that I haven't had photos taken since I got my hair cut. Mm. And I would really like to. However, the other day, I did have photos taken for a profile that's being written about me in Duke magazine. Mm -hmm. And it was raining, and it was in the park. Oh my gosh! That's so fun! Oh, see? I love life. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're so synced, guys. This is what we're talking about. (laughs) Sometimes my stuff happens like a year after Sally's. <laughs> Usually that's how life goes. I'm about a year behind Sally when it comes to personal growth. Oh, boy. <sighs> but sometimes, sometimes we put a little leapfrog. <laughs> that's what haircut day felt like. It felt like a little mini game of leapfrog with our energy from across the yeah. across the country. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> that's so, so fun though that, that 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 happened and that we had like similar experiences Ugh. life is so magical things happen i don't understand people who <laughs> <laughs> people who like and i used to be this person so i'm literally just saying this to myself don't understand people who don't believe in miracles and magic like oh you know i know i know <laughs> I've been making that transition from being one, like from being on one side of that divide to the other side. Yeah. 
it's like I've believed in miracles and magic for a while, but it I wasn't yet manifesting that frequency often enough in my life mm-hmm. that or I wasn't present to how I was manifesting it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now I'm like increasingly present and the synchronicity is just out of control. Yeah. It's happening all the time. I'm constantly like, <laughs> how can anybody not believe in God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other night, Matt and I were having a, a, people will have heard me talk about this. We had a little growth spurt in our relationship and it was partially to do with money. That wasn't the whole conversation, but it was kind of about, it was about fair compensation. Mm-hmm. And we talk a lot. <laughs> I think a lot about privilege and oppression. Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about that in our relationship, you know, and I was like, <laughs> this is what it means to be oppressed as a woman or whatever mm-hmm. and <laughs> expressed my feeling and then felt some regret around that expression <laughs> and apologized. And then like 20 minutes later, extra money showed up mm. from the same source <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we had been discussing. Yep. 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 And I was, <laughs> I was just giggling, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, well this, any, any tension that was happening between you and I is now over because God has made it clear <laughs> that whatever energy we were just supposed to move through, we did. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Successfully. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. I, I will, I just love whenever I get money that's unexpected. It's one of my favorite things. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and if, yeah, and every time that it happens, I'm just like, oh, my God, magic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Oh, well, can I share something else with you then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just celebrating a lot. <laughs> I, you know, I've been wanting to manifest that kind of exchange in my life for a while. Mm-hmm. Like a straight capitalistic ex- exchange hasn't felt great to me. And I've wanted more of like this gifting, organic exchange. And that started to happen in my life. And last night I was sitting at home and at two different moments, the little like chiching sound went off on my phone because someone that I support sent me money mm. unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. You know, and both times I was like, oh, my God, I just feel like I I won the lottery both times just hearing that little sound (laughs) on my phone. (laughs) That's so good. We're doing it. Yep. All from a haircut. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's true, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that haircuts... Are, well, anything about how we're holding ourselves and presenting ourselves to ourselves, which is interesting. Side note, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot lately about like how we're conditioned to think that that the way that we like present ourselves is for other people. But like usually it's not <laughs> like when we actually feel into it or at least it hasn't been for me. And for a lot of people that I know, like, you look the way that you look because you want to look that way. Um, so, I don't know. That was a side note, which then made me lose my original point. Where was I going with that? 
What was I talking about? <laughs> um, hang on. We'll get it back. You were talking about how you look, like, the way you look is something you do for you. Right, right, right. Uh, I don't remember where I was going with that. So you're saying, like, a haircut or any kind of... Oh, right. Yeah, so, like, anything about your appearance and the way that you present to yourself, it, I mean, it changes things because it's now the person that you're looking at in the mirror is different. And so like, first there's like the initial shock of like, Oh, is that me? <laughs> what? You know? And even when things like, you know, if you had acne and then it clears up and then you look in the mirror and you're like, Oh wow, that's, this is my face. <laughs> um, and so I think it just, one thing that it does is it makes you more present to like how other things are changing or how everything mm. is changing. And I think it gives you like a little push, you know, because of what I said before with, with the fact that not, not everything in our external environment is always matching our internal movement. Um, and so now you have something that is like, I remember that like year or whatever, when I had acne, I don't remember if it was a whole year. You remember when I had acne right before I moved to back to, or right before I moved to California or like around that time. Yeah. Um, which was strange for me. Cause like growing up, I mean, you know, I had whatever, like a normal amount of acne. Um, but like not, it was not a problem. Like I'd always had like good skin. And so suddenly I had, like, my face looked different. So I was like, it wasn't so much the acne. as like, I don't even understand what my face looks like. Like, what is this? What's happening right now? <laughs> and then once it was gone, I was like, oh, it's gone. Like, this is my face. I remember this face. This face I know. Um, and so I think that that's part of why also, I mean, shifting away from hair into, like, body in general. It's been interesting because I've gained a lot of weight in California. And so it's been interesting to have that experience, too. Um, and I remember in the fall, I talked to Caitlin about it briefly at the Whistler retreat, at, a, at another retreat, not the one in Mexico that we were just referring to. People are going to think we've been talking about retreats so much on this podcast <laughs> because I have talked to Gabby and I've talked to Crystal <laughs> and I'm talking to Caitlin next week, you know? Yeah. Retreats are the bomb. Yeah, if anybody wants to talk to me about retreats or ask questions about what the heck we're talking about, please reach out. I'm happy to talk more about what they are. And I definitely think that in future, well, Sally's planning one right now, yeah. um, which I'm so excited to hear about. And I know I'm going to be hosting some in future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Retreats oh, are great. We love retreats. Yeah, we love retreats. <laughs> I'm on retreat right now. Today and tomorrow, I have a year ago today retreat mm -hmm. on my calendar. So, so good. I'm on retreat in my own home. Yeah, that's yummy. Um, what was I saying? I was talking about something. <laughs> My body. Oh, no, sorry. No, you yes, don't have yes, to apologize. Yes. <laughs> Normally, okay. I'm better at keeping my threads, but today is just a strange day. So, um, but yeah, but so it's okay. Together, we got it. Yeah, we we get we get there. <laughs> We've got each other. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I I was talking to Caitlin, and and we were talking more about like, uh my body and like my family and like mm. how now my body looks more like my general family's body. Mm. Um, yeah. And so like that 
was interesting. I hadn't really thought about it until she was asking me about it. And, and so it's been interesting because since then I've, I guess I probably weigh about the same. Maybe I've gained a little bit more weight since then, but it's interesting to know that like, I now have a, well, I, I should say my mother's side of the family. I don't, I guess my father's side of family, they're all like tall and thin and I don't <laughs> look like that. Um, but, but yeah, so that's been an interesting thing and something that I've been really present to in like in, in receiving this vision of this retreat, especially cause I've been co connecting a lot to my ancestors. Um, but so I've been thinking a lot about like how our bodies and the way that we look like signify all these other things you know it's it's like I'm not it's funny I'm not like in any rush to lose the weight which I guess I thought I would be but I'm not and so like I've been thinking about why that is and it's like well because this is what my body's looking like right now and 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 I think at first I was having the experience of like oh my body looks different it's a little strange um and now it's just like oh well look it's my body <laughs> like, look at my body it's in the mirror wow look at it there I don't know yeah I love what you said a minute ago about looking in the mirror and being like oh that's a face I know mm -hmm. and talking about these shifts in your body what was present for me is like well that's that's a body you know mm -hmm. you know that's the body of the feminine that you right were raised on yeah and I'm like wondering if these like shifts in your body have been tied to you spiritually anchoring more deeply into that divine feminine energy. I'm going to say yes. Cause I'm crying now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. I've had a similar experience around like return in my body to what feels like original form mm. and it's manifested differently for me. You know, I've gotten a lot thinner Yeah. and I've gotten, my muscles are more defined and I, you know, I feel like stronger mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's interesting because yes, I do more yoga now than I used to. However, it feels like I don't, I don't do enough, I think, that kind of accounts for the change that's been reflected in my body. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's been a similar experience. Like, it's not like the weight gain is necessarily something that you caused, you know, it's right. just the body's readjustment to something that's going on on an energetic level, it feels like. Yeah, for sure. That's very true. Because I, I mean, I've had the, I've done, I've been way more active in, over the last year, I would say, year and mm -hmm. a half. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you've been doing so much yoga teacher training and. Yeah. Um, Koya. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, that's, that's been interesting too. So I'm like moving my body probably more than I ever had before. And. And in a lot of ways, I feel way stronger. I mean, in that Whistler retreat, <laughs> one of the things that I told Caitlin was like, we were doing things that I was like, I would not have been able to do this a few months ago. Like I would, my body would have stopped moving. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to like have that experience also. 
Ja. Yeah, I think that's definitely a theme that's been emerging in these conversations is letting go of thinking that things need to look a certain way or that things should look a certain way. That alignment doesn't always look like what we've been taught it can look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, I love it. (laughs) This is great. Well, it's so interesting because, you know, we had originally planned to do this a couple of days ago, and now I understand why it got rescheduled. It needed to happen after I talked with Gabby this morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the listeners can have a more logical progression of this energy, (laughs) it feels like. (laughs) There's like this, well, you and I haven't even talked about this. I feel fine about talking about this now. There's like this big arc happening from where this season two started to where I'm kind of perceiving there will be like an end Mm -hmm. kind of like a mid season break. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just so cool how it's playing out, you know, and it's like, I didn't plan the cast of characters, but it's turning out to be perfect. And it's like each conversation is building on the next one. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that's how life goes, right? If we're, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Relax enough to let that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's only been 42 minutes, Sally. <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like we've been on a journey. <laughs> I know, I know. Is there anything else we want to talk about while we're together? Anything else present around your haircut? Um, let's see. What Anything else there? Well, I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. It looks great. Um, it's oh, one thing that was coming to me earlier that's that I that just popped up again was that it's also been funny because I've met a lot of people since then, and all of that like if we become Facebook friends or like whatever, then they're like, wait, but that's not you because my photo is still mm-hmm. with long hair, mm-hmm. and so then they get confused. <laughs> um, and they're like, wow, you had long hair. Your hair was long. I was like, yeah, this is brand new. This hair is new. <laughs> yeah. um, and my hair doesn't grow very fast, so it takes a while to, like, get back there. So it's still pretty short. I mean, it's obviously longer. But um, at least now I can pull it all up into one ponytail. You got adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of before where it was like I had to put on like at least eight bobby pins back there to to go to yoga (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah the in-between stages i think can be challenging well that's that could be said for absolutely everything in life right (laughs) yeah (laughs) like a true statement was never made (laughs) it's all the messy Uh, middle yeah well so that made me i had a similar experience where there's people that i've met since who like when they find out i have long hair it's like when people find out that my middle name was megan or (laughs) is megan and that i went by that you know they're like oh my god i can't imagine you not being tyla yeah yeah um that is so interesting well that's almost what you said like you couldn't remember me looking that way yeah there's such a break Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm um the question was percolating for me because I don't intend on having long hair again soon, I don't think. 
Because sometimes Matt has said, like, you should throw your hair back out, or he's made it clear that he misses the long hair a little bit. Mm -hmm. Has Justin done any of that? Uh, He did right in the beginning, but he hasn't since then. Um, Or, well, I guess I should say that before cutting cutting my hair, he was very concerned. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But then once it happened, I think I was also just so excited about it that it was hard. I don't know if he had another reaction to it. Because his reaction mm-hmm. was just excitement. Because I was just like, my hair looks so great. Look at how cute it is. And it's all bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so so I'm not sure. But um, but he definitely hasn't said anything since then. And I mean, I've been growing it out. I think like you keep cutting it. So it's different. Yeah, mine's still short. So maybe if I kept cutting it, he would be different. But I don't think that I'm going to like keep it short if I get a haircut it'll just be to trim my ends which I know everyone listening that I'm supposed to get my haircut more often I guess I don't <laughs> you think people are going to call us out on that they're going to send angry emails being like Sally <laughs> Sally you're cut supposed your hair more to cut that. your hair whatever however long it is <laughs> um well it's it's also just funny because like I don't, like in Dominican culture hair is a big deal people talk about hair all the time so mm-hmm. I think that's part of, like, people are always confused when... I feel like hair is a bigger deal for a lot of cultures that are not white people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot involved. <laughs> There's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm not even going to pretend to be even slightly educated about any of that. Yeah, it's tough. I know that you have to spend a long time when you straighten your hair, that, that doing your hair is like a couple hour ordeal. Yeah, it's a whole... You, I got to be committed. I have mm-hmm. to commit. And then it's like, I, this just happened also a few days ago because I just straightened my hair last weekend or whenever I last washed my hair. Um, and so it's like, I have to make a decision. Like when I finish washing my hair, am I going to straighten it or not? Because if I'm going to straighten it, then it's like, I have to put like one thing in my hair. And if I'm not going to straighten it, then I put another thing in my hair, like the stuff mm-hmm. for like my curls. So it's like I have to decide right away and then I need to commit to that decision or like it's so I had committed to straightening my hair and it was the next day and I was like, oh, my God, why? Why did I decide yesterday that I wanted to straighten my hair? (laughs) (laughs) But it was too late to go back. So I I just sucked it up and I ended up straightening it. But (laughs) what's the worst case scenario that happens? So you've got the product on for the straightening path. Then you decide not to straighten. Then, like, what's the worst case it's, outcome? Yeah, then I have to just have my hair like up in a bun for until I want to wash my hair again. Which you know, I guess, is not the worst thing. But like, I don't want to just have my hair up in a bun because <laughs> it's not going to look good. It's going to be frizzy, and it just because it's like it's not curly anymore, and it's bigger because I haven't put any product in it to like seal the curl essentially. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's just like frizzy and kind of big. And so the only, you know, I could walk around like that, but I'm not going to. Um, and that's no judgment on people who do, (laughs) but I am not (laughs) at that stage of my development. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so I would, I would just pull it back into a bun, which I kind of do anyway, but usually I do it like, you know, a few days after I've washed my hair, you know, um, yeah. so it, it just kind of, it just kind of like messes with the flow 
of the of the thing. It's like, well, because also we I don't wash my hair as often as I guess people, white people or people with white people with white people hair. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> she doesn't wash her hair as often as white people do. Yeah, so it's like our most white people, right? Yeah, so I mean, I wash it like once a week. If it's straight, I definitely only wash it once a week because then, I mean, I've straightened, I've gone through the trouble of straightening it, so I'm leaving it that way. <laughs> um, if it's curly, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll wash it a couple of times a week. Um, it's so interesting. You have to put so much um, effort in. Oh yeah. I mean, oh well, I don't have to, but I choose to. Mm, you choose to. Because mm-hmm. um, there are plenty of people who don't. Well, yeah. and I've. Well, Partially, it's interesting, too, because, like, part of the reason that I like straightening my hair is simply so that then I don't have to worry about it. Because if it's curly, mm-hmm. then it's, then it requires more maintenance It for me, because mm-hmm. I don't want it to look, you know, I don't have the curls that I used to have. I don't have, like, the bouncy curls that just kind of, you know, they're super cute and they're always there. Um, my hair has flattened out a bit, and so... It just, I just don't like, I just don't like the way that that looks usually, um, the way that it kind of lands. <laughs> so, so I have to, you know, I, I put in the effort. I don't have nearly as many products as some of my other curly haired friends do. I just have one. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's still like, okay, let me, you know, let me make sure that these curls are okay. And like, is it, <laughs> is my hair dry enough to go outside? Like, should I go outside now or should I wait until later? Like. I don't know, because do I want my hair to get frizzy, or do I want it to fall flat, or, like, is it windy? Because <laughs> if it's still drying, then it's going to look crazy all week. So it's a lot more, like, thought and energy. It's not nearly as much as a lot of other people that I know who have curly hair, but it's more than, I think, the av- the average American, or whatever. Uh, as you're talking about this, I'm just like so present to <laughs> I feel like I'm like this is what white privilege is <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm like there are all these considerations that you have to take into account that I don't if you want to feel good in your skin when you step outside yeah. you know yeah and that's the same thing like I've been so present to the fact that in a lot of ways race means that you are always wearing your vulnerability on the outside whether you want to or not yeah for sure uh for sure. <laughs> so that's interesting that that's where we are now. In this conversation. <laughs> it's very present for me in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a. It's there's a there's a lot, and I and I mean, and it's this is the timing of this is great, of course, and like perfect because I've been thinking about a lot of these things. I've been, you know, I've been thinking a lot about like ancestors and shame around our beauty and like why we do the things that we do and um it's interesting like I think yeah it was Lupita Nyong'o she was doing I saw like some tiny clip of some interview that she did for Black Panther where they were talking about hair Mm -hmm. and where she was saying like you know like I guess somebody had asked, like, why everybody had natural hair, like, why there was emphasis on natural hair, and she had said something like, well, you know, all of these things, like, straightening your hair and all of that kind of stuff, it existed, has existed in Africa forever, but 
it's the like it's the shame around the cur- like the natural hair in America that has then like caused all of this like strife essentially. She definitely did not use the word strife. <laughs> um, um, I am not quoting her directly. You can look that up somewhere. I don't even know which who she was being interviewed by, but I did you know that did stand out to me, and it's something that we think about. Like then we talk about and like there's a lot of shame in both directions. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of like crap thrown at people who straighten their hair and like don't wear it natural and uh-huh. the you know and the other way around and it's like so I have thought several times throughout my life like why am I doing this am I doing this who am I doing this for and like why and what's happening here it's like everything becomes loaded everything every single thing I think especially maybe not especially but being Dominican is a very unique experience in that we're all mixed (laughs) all of us are mixed and there's a very and there's a lot of racism and there's a lot of internalized hate and shame both like racist and just like on so many levels (laughs) um and like all the the things that that means like you know, were my ancestors all colonizers? I don't know. (laughs) Um, because it just, yeah. So it's like everything becomes bigger and more and, and you have to like feel really secure with the decisions that you're making and why you're making them. I mean, like I said before, like going to a Dominican hairdresser, I don't think that I would have gotten my haircut in LA if she hadn't been Dominican because I wouldn't have known what to tell her. Like, I don't go often enough. And I remember, this is funny that this is coming up. This memory is coming up. I had, like, did get, I went to um, one of those, like, free hairstyling, haircut, whatever things. Because they had asked for curly hair. And when I showed up, they were like, they did not know what to do with me. And so they had to give me to, like, they had to, like, have multiple people work on my hair and it turned into this great learning opportunity or whatever but it also meant that I was the last person to leave because they didn't know what to do with my hair they were like oh well you know like this is what you do with this and you know you can't leave it this way and blah 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 blah. and to me it's just like well you asked for curly hair and I have curly hair so I signed up like (laughs) you did not specify white people curly hair I so I didn't it didn't occur to me so, I mean, it should have because most Americans don't know what to do with my hair. But, you know, I just didn't think of it at the time. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll show up. It'll be cool. And, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, like the texture is different. It's a whole different experience. And Dominican hair salons, there's a reason that that's a thing. <laughs> it's because they know how to treat people with a whole range of textures to their hair because Dominicans have a huge range to not just their complexions, but like everything about their bodies. Because we're all, you know, we have European and indigenous and African in us always. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, it's just what it is. Um, It was the first land to be colonized. So, you know, that comes with a lot. The gifts of our ancestors. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for sharing all of that, Zoe. You're very welcome. I'm excited for you to tell people, well, I don't know, will the timing line up? I'm like, do you want to talk about your inspiration to host a retreat for women of color? Sure. Because I have not talked with you about that yet. I've only seen it on Facebook, and I definitely want to know more. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. um, It came to me in a vision. I don't know how much I'll say, because then I might just start sobbing, which is basically anything that happens now, any time that I start thinking about it for any extended period of time, (laughs) which makes working (laughs) on it challenging. It's a creative challenge. I work for five minutes and then I'm sobbing. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go rest. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I received this vision to host this retreat for women of color to help us heal, um, not to help us connect to our ancestors and our roots and really reconnect with what spirituality kind of meant for our lineage. Um, But that's only part of it. Really, it's like creating this beautiful, pleasurable, luxurious space for healing, um, healing trauma and healing the very real everyday fear of like, I might die. (laughs) Somebody might kill me today. And of like... I'm, I may go into bondage. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. I like, and so healing that and talking about that and like addressing it and putting it out there and letting like luxury and pleasure really like act as a powerful medicine. Um, which is something that I've already been doing for the last year for myself and for other people. And so that part of it feels really good and really, really solid. And um, it feels great to like think about that impacting people in this way. Um, so yeah, so I got that vision and then I shared it with Sarah, <laughs> a friend of the podcast, our former editor. editor. Um a dear, dear friend of the yeah. I shared it with her. She was the only one who knew for a while. Um, thank you, Sarah, if you're listening to this. Um, thank you, Sarah. And, yeah, she just held it for me and with me until I was like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to talk about this now. <laughs> um, and so I did. I put it out there, and people are excited about it. And so um, part of the vision is also just to, like, be financially supported through that so I've been talking to Sarah a bit about that and like what is the support that we require and um and how to ask for that in a way that feels really good and in a way that is healing for everyone um we both are clear that this is not about like pity money we don't want your pity money (laughs) we don't want your white guilt money we want your like ally money we want your this is preparation yeah yeah um yeah sign me up (laughs) so so that's that's that I mean it's still I guess I don't know things are shifting like I mean things have evolved with it very quickly so I'm not sure what iteration like what state it'll be in once this comes out but right now um last night I decided definitively well, mostly definitively. <laughs> as definitively as anything can ever be decided in this crazy, crazy world. Yeah, it'll be in DR 
lots of resistance for that. Um, but uh, I no. committed to that. And so I've been talking, I, I, re- I reached out to a few places, um, while I couldn't sleep last night and got in touch with them and about, you know, the space. And I want to, you know, I want to make sure that it's a really great space. Like I don't want a place that has bunk beds. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, very clear things that I, that I received in this vision that I'm very committed to honoring. Um, and so like space to do yoga and to move our bodies and, you know, I'll, I'll teach Koya, um, and have a lot of like ceremony and a lot of conversations and I mean, fireside chats, I guess. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm really excited about it. I hope it happens. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was funny. I will say side note. I mean, it's, it's related obviously, but I wasn't going to share it, but it's come up three times now in my head. <laughs> <laughs> share, share, share. So I already was like, oh, DR, I do not want to go back there. <laughs> so that was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I got through that. And then it was like, but I had been really clear that it was supposed to be in August. And I was like, fuck, everybody goes to DR in August. Like, first of all, it's going to be hard to find a place that's available. And then, and now you want us to go like during when it's the most expensive month besides February, because that's like the Independence Day is in February. <laughs> you want us like... So I looked up flights. I was still in resistance. I was totally a whiny baby about all of this. And <laughs> I look up flights and I'm like, $900? You want each person to spend $900 to go? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a big price. What tag. is wrong with you? <laughs> this is me talking to my angels. <laughs> so I like had a fit and whatever. And it was funny. And then yesterday I talked to my sister Sasha about it and she was also like DR all right well good luck (laughs) um but then I told her too about the price tag for the flights and she was like what like it is cheaper to go to Europe (laughs) so (laughs) so I was like for a moment I was like oh maybe I'll have it in Europe but no I'm not supposed to have Mm. it in Europe so I'm gonna go back to the land of my ancestors (laughs) oof man Sally that feels fucking potent yeah Ugh, it's big. We'll see what happens. It's like exhausting every time I like start. Like I said, I go like five minutes into it, and then I'm like, "All right, I need to take a break." Mm-hmm. But it'll happen. Hopefully, this yeah. August. If not, it'll happen at some point. I've committed to this vision, so. Well, and you're gonna keep me posted, and I'm gonna keep everybody listening posted, so that we can support you in bringing this to life. Thank you. And I gotta tell you, because it's come up for me five times, um, <laughs> that there is this voice in me that's like, I wanna come. And I love, love, loved how when you announced this on Facebook, you were like, any white people who are triggered by this, I am absolutely not available to support you through this trigger. Yeah. I loved that so much. And so it feels important to voice desire to you to be a part of what you're creating and also to let you know that I so respect a sacred no Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but I just imagine like what medicine it would be for any like for any white woman to be allowed to witness something so potent and powerful yeah well and I'm there's probably a chance that that'll happen 
at some point. And for now, it's like you get to witness that by giving money and sharing it and spreading the word and donating your airline miles. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't personally have any of those, but anybody out there who has some airline miles to donate, These $900 do. tickets are no joke. <laughs> I don't think I've ever spent that much money on a flight, I've got to say. And I've mm. traveled a lot, I including first class. <laughs> oh, even that was not that no. much? No. So, I mean, I've always been really lucky, I guess, with flights. But, yeah, I, this is this is new, brand new territory for me. I guess this is why people don't travel, because they look at $900 flights and they're like, are you crazy? Yeah, well, something's going to shift. For sure. It will. Okay. Um, is there anything else that's present for you that you'd like to share before we wrap up? Um, I don't think so. This is great. It's fun to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself. It was really fun to have you here in this new energy. Yay. <sighs> All right. Well, Sally, I want to invite you to put your hand back on your heart. <sighs> and as you reflect on absolutely everything. <laughs> Just share with me in one word how you're feeling. Excited. I have two words that are coming through. Mm. Grateful and humbled. Mm. Those are good. (laughs) If I could talk to us a year ago today, I would say to us, You're doing it. You're doing it. Way to go. It doesn't matter if you know what it is you're doing. You're doing it. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll put all the links to all the things in the show notes. My producer, Sally, will handle that. (laughs) Hooray. Um, Hooray. And... I can't wait to talk to you again, Sally, on a year ago today. Yay! Thank you. I love You're you. Welcome. I love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.